You're listening to the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. I'm Tiffany Thompson, a speech pathologist with over 20 years of expertise in working with children under three years of age and their families to help them understand language and communicate more effectively. My specialty is in working with emerging communicators with few or no true words to reduce their frustration, help them interact and play with their peers and family, and learn to truly enjoy the back and forth of functional communication throughout their daily routines. This podcast is not intended to diagnose speech-language disorders, but is more of a general set of suggestions for children who are experiencing delays in their language skills. For recommendations or therapy specific to your child's needs, consultation or evaluation with a licensed speech-language pathologist in your city is highly suggested. Season 4, Episode 20 of the Play, Teach, Talk podcast, Hitting and Biting. So I am no expert in disciplining children. It is definitely not something that we learn about when we're in grad school. And uh, there aren't a whole lot of continuing ed units about how to discipline children. As someone who is not a parent, I also have not been in the trenches of parenting and trying to teach kids how to behave. So I am definitely not going to claim to be an expert on parenting or discipline, which is why I did a lot of research when I was doing this episode so that I could get other people's expertise and not just rely on what I've learned over time to help kids with not hitting and biting throughout their young lives. I should say first that even though some kids don't like develop an, a hitting or a biting issue, it's usually a natural developmental part of kids learning to at least do this sometimes. So it, it isn't always a bad thing. It's just a developmental thing that they're learning about kind of a cause and effect, right? So basically there are a lot of reasons that kids hit and bite. Some of that is related to communication, but there are also a lot of other reasons why kids do this. So what I want to talk about first is the why, and then then I want to talk about how we're going to try to address reducing and hopefully eliminating those hitting and biting behaviors if your child exhibits them. So first, why do kids want to hit or bite? Experimentation. So kids who are usually in their first year of life enjoy cause and effect toys. Those ones that have lights, that have music, you push a button, you twist a thing, and something happens. A little character pops up, music plays, a light goes off. Kids start to learn that they have an impact and an effect on their environment. So that goes with with toys, but it also goes with how they interact with people as well. And so when kids hit or bite, there's an experiment going on there. When I interact with this person, what happens? And you, you know, you might also notice that there's there's a, an action that happens. There is a reaction to the people who get hit or bitten, and it's usually a big reaction. Some kids really like the reaction that comes because they don't realize that it's like a negative thing. They haven't gotten that yet. Impulse is another reason why kids do things like hit or bite. We do explore the world with our mouths and our hands when we are very young. And that's why kids mouth toys. It's not just needing kind of sensory input into their mouth, but it's also because they're learning a lot about 
the attributes of a toy or a thing when they put it in their mouth. Overwhelm. Kids can hit and bite when they're not really sure what's going on. If it's a very noisy or active environment where lots of things are going on and they're starting to get overstimulated, if they've had a very long day that's not a predictable day for them, they're out of their routines, that can feel very overwhelming to a child. And you might see a hit or a bite when your child typically doesn't do that. Uh, lack of vocabulary, that's definitely one of the things that we talk about. And it's one of the reasons that many kids get into speech therapy is because it seems that they're hitting or biting when they don't really know how to verbalize the idea that they have and so they are hitting or biting because of how they're feeling or because of what they're wanting or if they're wanting something to stop. So I mentioned this slightly before, but just the attention that comes from the reaction. It's really the reaction that comes from the child or the adult who is being hit or being bitten. It's a big, children can feel the energy behind a reaction to a hit or a bite. And Again, before they know that it's a good or bad thing, they might just like the fact that they know that something's happening when I do this. They might also have a burst of energy. This might be, you might see a hit or a bite for kids who've had to sit for long stretches of time and their body movement, you can almost see it. It's like a little capsule. They just need to move their, their body, interact with the world, do something big. And it comes out in the hit or a bite. It can be frustration. So, I mean, I've seen this sometimes even from kids who are trying to make a toy work in a way that it didn't work and they just got really frustrated. And so, you know, they would try to do something. You'd hear, you'd hear a kind of a protest sound or an uh or something like that. And then the next thing you know, they're hitting out because they're frustrated or something like that. Um, if they're trying to get a toy from another child, that's when a lot of times those things kind of happen because they can't say, I want that toy they don't understand sharing at this point. Two-year-olds are really not experts on sharing at this point. And so those are sometimes reasons that kids are going to hit or bite. Also, when they are tired. Again, so I did that episode on interoception and talking about how kids sometimes don't understand that they're tired until they're overtired. So this example could be a child who's just overtired and doesn't understand that their body's just having a reaction because they need to sleep. They haven't connected those things yet because they don't understand the inner workings of their bodies yet. Testing limits. This is probably maybe your one and a half to three year old, maybe four. Uh, they've been told no. They're getting they're getting a stern look from a parent, and they go, "Oh, well, I wonder what will happen if I keep doing this." So, and that's a normal developmental part of kids' de like development, basically. Yeah, this is the way that they learn about what works and doesn't work in their their world. And, and it's a good thing that kids go through this. Kids do have to understand where their parameters are. And again, I'm no expert on parenting or discipline, but it is normal for kids to want to know what those rules are. That's kind of why we have to think about them before we need to actually put the rules down because the kids are going to naturally eventually test them at some point because they just need to know what those rules are. So based on the sites that I researched, there are a few things that they suggest that we do to try to help kids do less hitting and biting. Um, one of them is setting very clear limits. You know, you, you basically want to make sure that if your child is especially biting, that they maybe have options of other things that they can bite if they're frustrated and that you say something to them like, you know, 
we don't we don't bite people or let's let's bite this I don't know teething ring you know they have so many good things little chewy bracelets and necklaces and things that kids can have that are very durable and that even kids with teeth can bite on and it won't they won't break down without a whole lot of wear so those are good things to have on hand if you need to or you say you know bite this bite this i don't know apple or bite some carrots or bite something that's a little chewier that would give them that kind of input that they want on their um on their job oh i want to go back one other reason that kids bite especially sensory processing issues. If all of the other things that I mentioned to you don't seem to make sense, but your kid is especially a biter and they seem to bite everything. They're biting, you know, toys. They bite the like the corner of the table. They bite books. They bite everything. That might actually indicate that there is a need for more oral motor stimulation and sensory processing is the expertise area of occupational therapists. So I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that to you. So going back to how we address these hitting and biting behaviors. One thing is trying to stay calm. And this is for those kids that do things on impulse, experimentation, getting attention or getting that burst of energy. If kids are getting that from you or if they're getting that from other people, that might be the reason that they're doing it. So if you're able to keep yourself calm when they do it, especially young, young kids who are starting to just make those connections, you might be able to nip that in the bud right away because you're not giving a reaction that's a feedback that is going to make them go, oh, this is really cool. Something happens when I do this. So one thing you want to do also is give a consequence that makes sense. Um, if, if, you're, you're, if you're in the middle of a situation where a child is biting another child because they're having trouble with sharing, then maybe that toy is going to go away. Or maybe you have to stop playing and they have to go you know, play with you in a room rather than getting to play with that peer. And they really want to play with the peer, but they're just frustrated and they don't know how to communicate. So always make sure those consequences make sense. Anything related to hitting or biting that has to do with other people uh, it wouldn't make sense to take an iPad away for an hour because it's not related to that. It's related to their interaction with other people. The biggest thing I've seen, and I, I know it's 2023, but this still happens. Do not bite your child if your child's a biter. I've had a lot of parents say they don't know it hurts this bad, so I'm going to have to show them. But just like with spanking and the reason why we've moved away from spanking, what kids learn is, if it's okay for adults to spank or to hit, and if they bite me, it's okay for me to bite them. And it's okay for me to bite a kid who's smaller than me and that isn't gonna retaliate by spanking me or putting me into tying out or something like that. So please don't bite your children, <laughs> please. Uh, I, again, I know it still happens because I've seen it happen. So if you're a parent who bites your kid back to try to keep them from biting, please don't do that. <laughs> Um, I will try to see if I can find some resources specifically for that that says that biting your child is not going to help your child stop biting other people. They just usually kids who are biting to try to resolve conflicts. They, they're not having the kind of processing and the ability to make sense of things that's going to make sense for, you know, why if you bite them, that that shows them how they shouldn't bite other people. They're just not going to make that kind of connection. So, um, that's just from the limited research that I did. That is what I found when I did the research. 
Uh, again, I'll put a links to several different websites so that you can look over this too. But again, hitting and biting is typically something that kids at least go through a small phase of. Sometimes it sticks a little longer for children. And there are a lot of different reasons that that happens. Uh, don't worry about it. Understand that it probably will be a developmental stage. If your child seems to maybe have an oral, like a fixation where they need more sensory input into their mouth, consult with an occupational therapist to see if you can get them to give you suggestions and ways to help with that. But don't be discouraged. It is a normal, natural thing that lots of kids go through and um, it can be nipped in the bud. It doesn't have to be a problem that you have to deal with for a long time. Thank you.